morning. Happy Monday to everybody. Happy, 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 happy. Happy because it's Monday. The Monday after Easter where everybody's not tired at all because you got the big three-day weekend and you certainly save some time to rest and relax. Absolutely. That is, that is my... You are responsible. My friend, my <laughs> partner in crime, Matthew Coker... Who speaks nothing but lies. <laughs> Completely oblivious <laughs> to reality. <laughs> All right. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us here on the Back Row Morning Show. Uh, we hope you had a fantastic Easter. Uh, we are recording these the Saturday before Easter, so we're not sure how ours went yet. We are looking into the future. We'll see. <laughs> oh, goodness. Coming up on today's show, we are revisiting the topic of being oversaved. Ooh. Plus, the latest news, random facts, and our weekly recap. But first, it is... April 22nd, and we got a few holidays to celebrate. We do. I, fun fact, I just brought up in conversation earlier this weekend about how my mom is oversaved. So, <laughs> well, good. Yay. Um, holidays for today. I know. I don't, how do you approach that? Good. I'm glad you're oversaved. Okay. You're committed to something, at least. Sure. Stand for something or whatever. Don't let her badmouth you, Megan's mom, okay. Pamela Sheets Compton. That's how it is, right? Yeah. I named you. You're out there now. Go hunt her down, everybody, and give her love. I'll tell you where Noah's she's so at. so mean to her all I'm, the time. Oh, my gosh. I Bad-mouthing her every chance she gets. Worst so- daughter ever. <laughs> Just the worst. <laughs> you live in East Tennessee, message me and I'll maybe tell you where she's at. Maybe. Um, <laughs> holidays. In God We Trust Day. We were talking about this last week as part of that news story, right? Mm-hmm. The, yep. I don't even remember what state it was now. In Mississippi? One of those southern one of the states. Ends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the, one of the states, their, their main... License plate had in God we trust that they just adopted. Yep. As that. And people are up in arms because it was the main one and they didn't want to have to pay more money to not have the word God on their license plate. You and, can uh, move to another state, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as well, that. Well, today, yeah. Today, they're going to really have a bad day because yeah. it's going to be everywhere. Well, it already is because it's on all of our money. <laughs> so. If you know that you know someone, if you know that you know you know, if you know someone who is offended by the saying, in God we trust, I hope that you will take the opportunity today to wish them a happy, in God we trust day. So vindictive. I'm not vindictive. Not vindictive. Listen, there's only 365 days in the year. For 364 of them, they they don't have a right to say it. <laughs> At least a good, valid reason. But today, they can say it. So, you know. Right. Uh, it's also April Showers Day. We had a few rain We've had a lot of week. rain yeah. recently. Yeah. It's been nice. Rain? Like a nice amount. Not like super thunderstormy and not like flooding just see but i would prefer thunderstorm i don't well, want the flood but bring me the storm true but it's also nice just a day where it just kind of sprinkles off and yeah. on all day cloudy That's very, all day yeah to me that says spring mm-hmm. like it starts to you can smell the grass oh, from yeah. where you mm-hmm. know the rain has just anyway 
Uh, and it's lastly National Jelly Bean Day. Jelly well, bellies. Well, yeah, that makes sense. And uh, being the day after Easter, I'm sure houses are stuffed to the gills with those yep. loose jelly beans. And if they're not, <laughs> go buy yourself a bag for 75% off because that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Walmart starts doing that like the day before Easter. Moves it out all to the front and discounts it already. Can we just talk so, about our Walmart for a second? <laughs> our, our, uh, our Walmart is re... What's the word? Organizing, redesigning, redesigning. everything, pulling up floors, putting down new floors. Basically, they're they're bringing it to the new newer designs that have been in Walmart's for the last couple of years. Um, Which and, will be nice. Yeah, and it is nice in the areas that they have done. Uh, but they're having to do it one section at a time, so they keep moving out the uh, the aisles and stuffing them in some other part of the store. <laughs> it's very weird, and it's very like. Yes, we realize that it's inconvenient (laughs) for everyone, you know, the people who work there included, quite possibly the people who work there mostly, you know, but seriously, guys, when I walk in and I ask where something might possibly be, I don't need to get an eye roll, a huff, and then, uh, I don't know, your guess is as good as mine (laughs) as they storm away. I'm like, you... You are a service worker. You are a retail provider. Your job is to help me. All I did was ask where the nitrograin bars are. That's all. Even if you don't know, you could say it a lot more kindly. Where are the nitrograin bars? Aisle 8. Okay. Aisle 8 isn't there. Where's aisle (laughs) 8? Aisle 8 is not... Between seven and nine, where might I possibly find that? In the middle of the women's shoes. Okay. <laughs> so one problem I have with jelly beans, being jelly bean day if we forgot. Yeah. <laughs> is that they're loose. I don't like the fact that they're not in little bags. You, you know? don't like having to touch or reach in a bag that other people's hands have been in? It's not necessarily that. It's just the idea that they're loose. Like, if we did that with any other candy, if we just had, like, loose sweet tarts in a container, loose M&Ms in an egg, and then we dump them into our buckets filled with that fake grass and whatever real grass we pulled up from outside, we wouldn't just, like, dust that off and eat it. I mean, it would be weird, right? You know, that's kind of true. I've never thought about it, but that I'm. Um, There's yeah. nothing that makes jelly beans special well, in that regard. Well, that's what I was going to say. What is the outward coating on a jelly bean that it's, makes us yeah. feel as though it's safe amongst its out outer environment? I I don't know. Have I just ruined jelly beans? No, I know because I'm not a fan of jelly beans. Oh. To Even be t- like. Well, you know, I'm not a fan of, like, normal jelly beans either. Mm-hmm. But I like me, like, some Starburst jelly beans. Those are good. Mm-hmm. You don't like those? The only kind of jelly beans that I like are the Bean Boozled jelly beans, and it's because it's just fun to... Uh, that's gross. What about yeah. Dr. Pepper jelly beans? Nope. No? Mm-mm. But they taste like Dr. Pepper? Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. You make me sad. I know. I'm the worst. <laughs> And I have no cares about it today. 
Uh, well, if you love what we do here at the Back Row Morning Show and Back Row Radio as a whole, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash Radio. I'm not going to harp on it too much this week because we've been doing that a lot these few weeks. I'll get back to that next week. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, if you, if you uh, would like to support us financially, which uh, we are in need of as we get bigger and bigger, please go to patreon.com slash Radio. Most phone's going off because she forgot to mute it. Or go to backrowradio.com, slide all the way down to the bottom of the page, and you can find the link there. Listen, that <laughs> that was your savior calling and telling you to support Backrow. Oh, blasphemous. <laughs> Blasphemy. Don't. Hey, don't. hey, 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 hey. What we do on this show is joke and poke fun. That's what we do. Okay. I don't know who you are if you haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> All right, here's the news, folks. <clears throat> inventor, uh, inventor, and and I left the title in here, sir. An inventor has made a music memory box so dementia patients can reconnect with their loved ones. The music memory box was created as a means of using photographs, objects, and music to help people with dementia to remember their past. The box is programmed to play certain songs that are associated with various possessions and photos. When one of the objects is placed in the center of the box, a sensor triggers uh, the box's speakers so that it plays the song that corresponds with the object. That's really cool. Great. I guess mm-hmm. each object would have to be tagged with like a little code or something. Yeah. What are those little code things? Like QR codes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's that is a uh, a fantastic idea, and I know that that works just personally because there are songs that trigger specific, like. Not just memories, but like I feel like I'm back in that moment. And they're dumb things, like uh, playing Goldeneye or something like that, you know, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But as soon as a certain song comes on, I'm like, I'm remembering playing Goldeneye. Yeah. I'm remembering having fun, you know, and, you know, it's stuff like that. Which... Mine would have to be, <clears throat> they would have to figure out how to do it with smell. Because that's what triggers memory for me. Not Not so much sounds. Really? Songs don't trigger memories like that? Not so much. What I think of when I hear a song is a person. I typically correlate that song to a person. Hmm. And so, I I don't know. I've got, oh gosh, Counting Crows reminds me of like (laughs) all of my high school friends. Because that's all that we listen to. Really? Yeah. Y'all were some fun people. We were... (laughs) What? Like, depressed. We were oppressed. (laughs) Uh, Residents of a Mississippi neighborhood are trying to get to the bottom of an an unusual mystery. Someone has been leaving mashed potatoes in various locations. Neighbors in the Belhaven area of Jackson said that they've been finding plates of mashed potatoes in locations including porches, mailboxes, and on top of vehicles. Residents said that they have yet to uncover the motive behind the apparent prank. Hey. I mean... <sighs> Enjoy yourself some nice taters. <laughs> that, yeah, that's just a good Samaritan trying to make you sure know. everybody's, you know, full and happy. Leaving plates of taters <laughs> out for those who... It's the mashed potato fairy. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. But if you are ever in Jackson, Mississippi and find yourself hungry... 
All you'd have to do is find a mailbox and there'd be some taters in there for you. <laughs> Click your heels together three times and say, boy, I'm famished. <laughs> <laughs> and the mashed potato fairy will find you. Oh, police in New York State said a driver offered an explanation for what caused her to lose control of her car. There was a spider inside. Okay. The Cairo Police Department said officers responded when a vehicle left the road on Silver Spur Road and crashed. The driver, who suffered a leg injury, told police she lost control of the vehicle when she spotted a spider close to her. I hope she didn't receive like any tickets or, or right? anything, any citations, because let me tell you, that... <laughs> Especially if she didn't find the spider. (laughs) That's like punishment enough. She's now not only destroyed her car and hurt her leg, but she has a spider somewhere in her car that is probably laying its spider baby eggs all over. And by the time she gets her car again, it's going to be from one spider to (laughs) 5,000. I, I, you know, even if they wanted to just show what a good person they truly were, not only should they have not given her a citation, but they should have found that spider and killed it for her. (laughs) So has this happened to you? No, but it's like, it's one of my worst fears. I have been driving and found there was a wasp in my cab. Yeah. And I, like, I was lucky enough that I had a parking lot i could immediately pull into Mm -hmm. and then get out and open all the doors but had i been like in the middle of traffic yeah what do you do i would have died i mean i would have flipped out and can you imagine if the boys had been in with you oh gosh yeah terrifying made it ten thousand times worse Mm -hmm. so whenever we get a fly in my car that's like my first immediate i then am thanking god for flies because i'm like thank you god that this is just a fly it's not a bee it's not a spider (laughs) it's not a wasp because it could be so much more than just an annoying fly Mm -hmm. and then the next the next thing that i hate the worst is a mosquito there's a mosquito in my cab because because you can't ever like get an eye on it. Yeah, it's just kind of floats and until like, oh, it lands. Gosh. Yeah, but then it's usually on you. Well, so <laughs> here's the difference: Sp- mosquitoes. I was going to say a spider. Mosquitoes land on your head, mm-hmm. so you can't see it. <laughs> yeah, shaved head, so I can't see it. Right. Whereas typically they land on my arms. That's true. So I I tend you can to grab it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the one big drawback of shaving your head yeah that and people thinking you're a neo-nazi which i'm not just going bald guys i'm trying (laughs) to pass it off as a choice (laughs) been going bald since he was 16 seriously what's the deal (laughs) almost 20 years later and he can finally pull it off like it's a real thing (laughs) what Sin in my parents' past got passed down to my hair follicles. My goodness. That's not how it works, man. I'm pretty sure the Bible says something about that. <laughs> People want to talk about blasphemous. <laughs> Coming up later in the show, we dive deeper into our tendency to act oversaved. Stick around.
Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show here on our second hour. Uh, again, we have got five random facts five for you. Five random facts. That tends to be the, the crux of our second hour each and every day. With Mo. Because Mo felt like she needed her own segment to shine. No, you know, it's not a lie, but I also would appreciate my own music. You want to a, you want segment? entrance music, a theme Instead song? Instead of me having to pretend like I can sing. Random facts with Mo. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's a pretty cool. I've done a good job, but you well, know. yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> as far as as far as your voice can carry, I, I'm assuming, yeah, slightly. You're a jerk. Pretty good. <laughs> Five random facts. Hit us. Learn us some knowledge. Okay. Fact number one. Matthew Coker is a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Fact. Okay. Uh, The world's oldest unopened bottle of wine, known as... Hmm. Rumen Win. I think it's still pronounced wine at the end. No, it's not. Yeah, I think so. Okay, whatever. <laughs> is at least 1,650 years old. Good R- night. How would you pronounce that O? Because it's got the, the thing above it. R- it's an ooh. I think it would be rumor. 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 Wine. Rumor wine. Rumor wine. So I'm thinking it's German because of the wine. The umlaut over the O. That's what it's called, right? An umlaut? Is that what it's called? The two dots? Sure. Rumor sure. wine. Okay. <laughs> I butchered it the first couple times, but I think we got it now. I mean, do you think it would still be good? Yes, absolutely. Really? As you don't think there's a point of diminishing returns when it comes to aging wine? I mean, it depends on what you consider good. Would I enjoy drinking the bottle? Quite possibly not. But if I'm going to drink a bottle of wine, I want it to be sweet and I want it to be bubbly. So if this is dry and flat then it's not good anyway it could be one year old or a thousand years old and it's not good <laughs> but i don't think that it goes bad necess- like i don't think well no and, and that's not what i was asking i don't i don't think that it's gonna uh i mean it's rot, already gone bad rot or whatever i'm just saying is it you think because i know the aging process is usually what Mm-hmm. enhances flavors of wines yeah but i mean after a thousand uh, nearly two thousand years we're talking about here n- almost since the time of christ do we really think that that would still i mean it's got to reach a point where uh, the flavors are too enhanced right i don't i, I, would, I, don't, I don't know, know. i'll look that up we might have to call up some wine kind of story yeah like i'm no i'm no uh I worked at an Italian restaurant for a couple years, and so I got to taste a few wines, and they all tasted like alcohol to me. So, so this is a white. <laughs> this si- is a red. Side note: mm. While we were in Italy, we got a bottle of twenty-year aged red wine. Yeah, and it was a dry wine, so it was not something that I was ever going to drink. Mm. Um, and our friends across well not even our friends they were just our neighbors we were just acquaintances with them <laughs> but they needed a dry red wine 
for a roast that they were making. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I think that we have one. And Chris was at work, and I just knew that it was a dry red wine. So I gave it to them, and he never knew until we were moving and boxing up all of our stuff to bring back with us. And he's like, hey, where's that 20-year Rafosco? And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And he said, that dry red wine that was 20 years old. And I was like, oh, I gave that to so-and-so like a year ago for their roast. He was like, that was 20 years old. We were going to save it. You wasted it on meat? Yeah, that's actually exactly the line that he said. So I think at this point, those who are in charge of the rumor wine are just like, they're never. It's never going to be open. They're never what, going. What to circumstance? Know. Yeah. yeah, would be would be fancy enough. Yeah, close to two thousand <laughs> years old. Like I'm sure there have been plenty of times where it would have called for a a nice red wine. And <laughs> no, nope. uh, yeah. Now it's just about the record. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, until one of their wives. <laughs> To one, of, she comes along and doesn't realize what she's given out. Yeah, this is this is dry. Here, yeah, here you, you can go. Have this. <laughs> uh, since odd numbers are harder for our brains to process, some people actually experience feelings of discomfort when the volume of the television, among other things, is set to an odd number. I am I, one of those yeah, people. Me too. Yeah, I cannot leave it on an odd number. Me either. And there I, are some TVs that don't even do odd numbers. Really? They just do straight uh, even. I had one for a while. Now, that would bother me more than... Never bothered me at all. That would bother me. I I was always happy because whatever volume I landed on was even. No, that that would bother me. (laughs) And possibly because I've trained myself at this point to always click twice for, like, the volume. Mm. Because I know I'm going to an an even number. (laughs) When Chris and I first started dating and he would turn my radio on and it would be on an odd number, I'd either turn it one up or one down and he'd just kind of look at me and it's got to be on an even number. <laughs> or it will explode. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what will happen, okay, but, but I'm not going to take that chance. Something bad. <laughs> either it will explode or I will explode, but <laughs> we're not sure yet. Since there are enough saunas in Finland for the entire Finnish population to be in one... Oh, you did I say since? Yeah. Oh, I took the... Okay. There are enough saunas in Finland for the entire Finnish population to be in one at the same time. Wow. That's a comfortable country right there. Uh, you know? <laughs> hey. I don't know. I've been in a sauna before. I don't get it. It's just hot. I don't want to be hot all the time. It's not even like fun hot, like in a hot tub. It's go sit in a towel on a wooden bench in a steamy room. So my question is, is it supposed to help your muscles like after a workout? Because technically that's like when you would go to a sauna. Is at the gym, right? After a workout. Yeah, so, so does it help your muscles recover so that Maybe. they're not quite so sore? Or is it like an, an added fat burner to where you're like losing inches by sitting and sweating off? Probably a little What both. is it? What is the purpose? of? No one has ever been able to tell me. Probably a little both. And if you can't tell me what the purpose of it is, then I'm not going to do it. 
<laughs> Have you ever done it? No. You've never sat in a sauna before? No. I mean, it is an experience. You need to do it at least once. No, you just told me that it's. I don't need to. <laughs> okay, you don't need to. But you should do it at least once to experience it. Eh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> elephants, Matthew, don't like peanuts. Right. Stop giving them peanuts. They don't even like peanuts. Right. That was one of my jokes in Back Row Baptist. Chris Rice doesn't even like rice. Stop sending him rice. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Chris Rice. Nope. Uh, other side of the radio. Uh, lemonade. Thanks for the lemonade. Nope. Uh, the the song the where all the car- lemonade the the song where all the cartoons get saved. Nope. You, know, <laughs> you nope. don't know that song. Nope. Scooby Dooby Looya. You don't know that one. No. Yeah, but No, I did. However, last Saturday, go home and educate my husband and children on the greatness of Carmen. All right. Yeah, we I, talked about that. Yeah, I I did that. I need to find some. I still haven't. I still haven't gone into the. The archives yet and pulled out some Carmen. My husband had never heard him. I was slightly disappointed in the man that I married. He never heard him at all? No! Carmen's like an institution in I, Christian like, music. For real! <laughs> like he was DC Talk before DC Talk. I know! He was the guy. He was the original, like, <laughs> white rapper of all time. <laughs> NF and Eminem ain't got nothing on Carmen. <laughs> what I really liked about Carmen was that he wasn't afraid to switch up the genre even in the album oh yeah like every song would be a different genre of music Mm -hmm. like of course it was the very sanctified redeemed version of genres because that's just how he rolled but it was still you know he could do anything yeah he could do it all yeah i think (laughs) i think chris's parents probably didn't let him listen to him because they were not very much into like the whole hellfire and brimstone like I'm going to breathe down your neck on everything that could happen to you if you don't accept Jesus as your savior. And that's what I grew up with. So I was like, hey, he's my people. That's not, I don't think that's an accurate. That's just, he does those skits. It's totally accurate. I watched like like 10 of them last week. But over the course of his entire album, which is like 20 albums, I mean, it's a butt ton of albums okay uh, so i watched his most popular and they were all <laughs> yeah, very... well, yeah if we're gonna say most popular then yeah because <laughs> they're all those skits they're basically life and death skits oh they're so good though yeah gosh okay and lastly nokia was once a popular manufacturer of toilet paper that's right the Wipe manufacturer uh, well, no, Nokia, you know, is responsible for cell phones, essentially. That was like the oh, big rise true. of cell phones for a while. Everybody wanted a Nokia. And then and then smartphones happened. Well, I guess flip phones happened. And then smartphones. But whenever, when, cell phones, when cell phones were bricks, everyone wanted the Nokia. This little silver. Oh, but wasn't also the little round one? Do you remember that one? It was almost like a an eight shape. It was after the brick, and they rounded the edges. Do you remember that one? But it was like an eight shape? Like it dipped in in the middle? It, sort of. Like it had a... I'm like... I'm, I'm not questioning it if it existed. I just don't remember it. Oh. Yeah, was that a, 
that was up there, and this was the little screen. Oh, I think that was. Be- I think that here. was before the brick because the brick didn't have an antenna. Oh no, are you talking about the old brick? No, I'm talking about the, the one that was kind of shaped, like if you push those sides out, rounded them outward, and took away the antenna. That's the way it looked. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> See, Fitting I thought this one was before that one. Uh, no, vice versa. Oh, okay. I had my phones backwards. So this was my first phone. Yeah. The, the, yeah, that was closer to the old, like, Saved by the Bell, Zach Morris brick. <laughs> you remember yeah. that thing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it had a screen. It was cool. I can remember yeah. still looking, like, thinking that that was the coolest thing ever, that it had a screen and I could play Snake on it. Yeah, that was the first thing I played, too. On the snake Nokia. and Tetris. A snake game. Oh, man. What we did before social media was on our phones. <laughs> Well, just the, like, the leap to the smartphone. Like, I remember the phone that I had before a smartphone. I could play this very pixelated, very hard to manipulate mini golf game on my, like, uh, Razor or whatever it was. Motorola Razor. Yeah. And, like, these graphics are terrible. When are we going to get to a place where we can actually do something on these screens? And I remember it had, like, a news source you could... Uh, oh yeah subscribe to that change the frame uh change like the picture once every 10 seconds to look like someone's actually talking uh, see, awful. i actually never watched it but i remember <laughs> that it so here's the thing i believe that our generation is full of far better gamers than what my kids generation is going to be full of because we had to play Mario and Sonic and everything else on very pixelated. We had to be able to see through the image to see the image. You know, <laughs> we had to figure it all out on our own. We had to play it on our not up to date, not cool, not technical, technologically savvy telephones. <laughs> And we didn't have YouTube to watch a video to tell us how to be the level. (laughs) We had to learn it all on our own. Kids of today's generation will never know the struggle that it is to play. I mean, we bought one of the original um, Super Nintendos. And even that is like, I turn it on and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I used to watch. (laughs) Like, I get an instant headache. My eyes go cross trying to Mm -hmm. look at it. And my kids are like, this is dumb. Who would even play this? <laughs> well, but it's all that you had. <laughs> this was the best thing ever. It was. It yeah. really was. Yep. So our, our generation is full of far better gamers. We have better <laughs> quality gamers than what they they will ever produce in their generation. Uh, don't argue. I see where you're going. Don't, don't argue with me. I don't know if I me. fully agree. <laughs> Don't argue with me. <laughs> I believe uh, it's our generation who who brought up the quality of the games anyway. True. So, uh. <laughs> Their generation has us to thank for what they get to play these days. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, how did your week go, Mo? It was good. Yeah. I had another birthday in my house. Oy. <laughs> I feel like we can finally... April is 
coming to a close and I can finally take a breath for a couple months and not have to worry about birthdays. And really, I don't have to worry about birthdays until December because that's when Topher's birthday is. Everybody else in my family has to worry about a birthday in a couple months because then it's my birthday. All right, yeah. But I, I shouldn't have to be concerned with my birthday. What's your birthday? July 14th. July, that's right. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. really close to mine. Yep. In the year. So <clears throat> Chris got his slideshow. And, oh, right, yeah. Um, he, he immediately says, well, so I get the reaction that I want from it. Okay, he cries. <laughs> he's like, as he's watching loser. it. Well, as okay. he's watching it, he's like, oh, oh. Like, you know, each yeah. person comes up. Wow, I forgot about, oh, that's so cool. You know, every moment, like every single person was a different aha moment. Like, yeah. That's really cool. And then the end plays and he just loses it, which I had been tearing up the whole time anyway. Yeah. And especially tearing up knowing what the ending was. Yeah, what was coming. You know? And so um, I lost it. He lost it. We're standing there in hold the on. kitchen. Before, before, before we continue, for those who don't I, remember, I, I, last week we talked about it. It was a you know birthday wish video thing that Mo had the idea of last minute. Threw out there, got everybody sent things in, and then I helped her put it together. And at the end, we had a picture, uh, the last picture of him and his mom that was ever taken. And then we had gotten a hold of a voicemail, a couple voicemails that she had left for his brother, right? Mm -hmm. Because he had lost his with a phone update Yeah, uh, since she passed away. Uh, So I was able to piece together a phrase that said, hey, honey, love you. Mom. Mm-hmm. All right, so that was how it ended. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, that Up to was speed. the end of the slideshow, and it just like we've got two boohooing, sobbing messes of ki- <laughs> or of us standing there in the kitchen, and our kids. The boys knew what was coming, yeah. and so like they're watching and watching and watching and watching, and then all of a sudden the ending happens, and we start crying, and they like take off into the <laughs> other room. They're like done gone don't need to see this um but chris says i don't know how you do it i don't know how you how you put all this together and canon immediately she didn't mr matt did (laughs) and i was like seriously kid rude you were so rude but chris did say well at least i know who to go to when i need something done for your birthday (laughs) So whatever that is, yeah. I hope you're up for the challenge. <laughs> uh, that's really cool. Yep. Yeah, she messaged me. Pretty much the only thing was, we got tears. Yeah. And I went, yes! <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well, that's exactly what we wanted. Well, and then I told our Sunday school class, because it was last Sunday right. that his birthday was. And I told us our Sunday school class that if... Your gift doesn't bring the person to tears, then it wasn't even a gift worth giving. And so our <laughs> Sunday school Come teacher on. our Sunday school teacher was like, So when I gave my wife that vacuum cleaner for Valentine's Day and she cried, that was a good gift? And I was like, Well <laughs> Right. Yeah, you didn't need to clarify. Happy tears. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily. <laughs> But that is always my goal. Whenever I give something, I I want to see tears. I mean, it doesn't have to be full on waterworks, but I want to touch the depths of your heart with with what I've given you. 
That's just how I am. Like giving gifts is a big thing to me. Yeah. It's a huge thing. And I don't think I had done as well for a birthday since the surprise party, which was what, five years ago, I think. Yeah. And so Oh gosh. So you're reminding me of a terrible time well, in our group's friendship where everybody did a surprise party for every birthday for two years straight, it felt like. It started with me. Right. And I'm like, like this can't, you can't do it for every birthday. People are yeah. going to pick up on it. Yeah. Listen, yes. I had the first and best one. Okay. Got so sick. Everybody hide your cars. Let's hide 30 cars somewhere. <laughs> then walk over to this house and hide somewhere again. Yeah. yeah. And pretend like they have no idea. Oh, we're just spontaneously going to go to Lowe's for five hours and then we'll come back. It's going to be normal. <laughs> we'll have a normal, lonely dinner for your birthday. Uh huh. Yeah. I bought you a single cupcake. That's Happy all that's going to happen. <laughs> no, mine was the first and the best. And I feel like this it was whole good. I feel like this whole video slideshow thing is going to turn into that as well. Like everybody I'm going to do a video I ain't doing a video slideshow <laughs> for everybody. No. Everybody was like, "That was such a great idea." <laughs> it was mine. It really was a good idea. It was mine. Yeah, I liked that. <laughs> um, as for me, I think last week I was telling you we've been doing a big technological upgrade here at Highland. And so we had installed new screens and we had gotten these uh, casting devices that work off the, the Wi-Fi. Uh, but we realized that after we already installed them that the range that they have to pick up the Wi-Fi is about 60 feet. And it is like just on the edge of that between where the screens are and where our hotspot is. And so every now and then it's having a hard time picking it up. So we're like, okay, well, I guess we need to go the other route and plug it in to the Ethernet directly. Because we have the we have the box up there on one side mm-hmm. by the by one of the TVs already. I'm like, okay, well that should be easy enough. We just gotta get a long Ethernet cable, pipe it down the wall. Go under the stage, pipe it up the other side of the wall, and plug it into that TV. And we thought the hardest part was going to be getting it across the stage. Because the stage is roughly 50 feet long. And it's too low for me to crawl under. Too low for most adults to crawl under. So we thought that was going to be hard. Well, that was simple. All we had to do was pry open or pry off the... Uh, the boxes where all the instruments plug in, mm-hmm. and you know those were set out pretty much every yeah fifteen feet. So we just had to we tied it to a a long mop handle and just kind of kept pushing it over through each hole, and it was done in fifteen minutes. But getting it up the dang walls was nearly impossible. We were we had like this we were working against gravity at that point. Oh yeah, like- and it was awful. <laughs> It was awful. We were taping things, taping it to other wires and trying to pull. We would pull down a uh, a wire, a metal wire that was about the width of like a hanger wire, but it was really long. Mm-hmm. So we would like tape it to another wire that had some slack and pull it down while well, one of us is reaching as far as we can underneath to pull that and then have to tape the new wire to the metal wire and try and pull that up. And the guys that installed the other wires that are going up there filled the hole made the holes really small 
and then filled them with other wires. And so we're at the point where we're really having to squeeze to get the head of the mm-hmm. Ethernet cable through. And so it just took forever. It took so many trial and errors. And we're all working blind in this wall because uh-huh. you can't see the holes. It was awful. Yeah. But we got it done. Well, I'm glad you got it done. And the screens look fantastic. Just in time for Easter tomorrow. Uh, again, we record on Saturdays, if you don't know that. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, we're excited. So that has been pretty much my whole week. I haven't been able to focus on anything else. <sighs> it's all about that and building new, uh, new high-definition logos and whatever to put up there. But it's fun. It's been, this is, that part is like my heaven. Like getting to build yeah. awesome looking uh, moving logos and announcement yeah. slides and stuff like that. I uh, could do that all day. Yeah. You don't realize like how good you have it until you leave a situation and the your new situation is just mediocre. And that's like, that. that has been something that Chris and I have both said since leaving Highland and... Yeah going to another church like that is our biggest pet peeve the announcements and the slides like are just so so boring (laughs) can i just like can i take matt and transplant him into our new church and just let him do all this stuff for us even like the easter egg logo that they shared on our facebook page i was like You've got to be kidding me. Well, I don't know. I I I don't know what it is about <laughs> the church you're going to and logos, but they have a bad time with it. Well, I know the Christmas. <laughs> the Christmas, the Christmas one was the worst. One, it was terrible. The Christmas they they decided to put a cross in the word Christmas. So where where would where you, where you, would put, you that? put that? If you're going to have a cross <laughs> in the word Christmas, well, let's which see. letter would a you cross replace? Kind of looks like a T. Oh, let's yes. put it where the I goes. What? <laughs> huh? So it Is was. So it was Christmas. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I feel bad because I don't want to be that person. Right. You know? But, and I don't think, had we never attended Highland uh, and I never as, had been as close to you as what mm-hmm. I have been and been able to, I mean, I know how you work. I, like, I message you. A day before, and I'm like, I need it to look like this. Mm-hmm. This is what I need. And I have to say very little words. And Matt just gets it. <laughs> what do you want it to say and what do you want it to look like? Sort of something like this and something along these lines. Okay. And he <laughs> does it and my mind is blown every time. Like, See? But now I have to like give full on detail I need it to say exactly, specifically, word for word this, and I want it to have this image and this image and this image. I feel like if I'm doing that, then I might as well just do right, it myself. Just yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of, I mean, at the end, uh, I still feel like I would have been able to prepare something a little more high quality than what I got. <laughs> I at least could have been like, Matt, walk me step by step through how to do this, please. <laughs> What do I need to do? Oh, and see, they made my job a little easier this week, too, uh, because, you know, before I'd have to kind of, if I needed to do something really special with some really high definition pictures or videos or whatever, I had to look online for basically free stuff. Mm. There's a couple websites that have a bunch of free high quality pictures and a couple of them are religious. So you have some good stuff. But, you know, 
that runs out pretty quick. Yeah. Free stuff. So uh, because we got the new high definition screens and everything, they uh, greenlit a subscription to a website that has. It's basically it's it's the same website that like Saddleback and other big churches use to get yeah. their stuff. Yeah. And build their stuff with. So I mean, I'm just really excited. I've, I'm like a kid in a candy store right I now. Bet. Backgrounds and images and social media stuff. Super excited and, oh, to do his job every day. So. Yes, much better. <laughs> much better, much easier. And I'm, I'm feeling... not going to have to work as hard and I'm still going to get a high quality. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> I'm feeling like slightly convicted for saying all of that. So if, if our... <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. Make it clear, she's not complaining that they're not, like, doing a good job or doing their job or that they don't care about it. They're just saying they're not as talented as I am. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you may say that I'm biased, and that, that could very well be true. I spoil people. I do. But I and, spoil them for other churches. <laughs> it, you know... When I, all I had to do was say, I need this and I need it by tonight. And he'd say, it's my job. It's all right. No big deal. Well, see, like, and I had I had this job um, when I was younger, like right out of high school. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I didn't have this job for like five years, five, six years. And then I came back and took it. Yeah. And I had, you know, I wasn't as good back then, but I was still better than most uh, out of high school. Because that's kind of just what I did. You know, even in my free time for fun, I would build images and things like that. And so I had left the church with a pretty good selection of things and, you know, a lot of stuff that you could build off of. Well, I come back after moving back from Albuquerque and I look at what's up on this screen and it is just like blank text white backgrounds they make the text different colors but it's still times new roman and they underlined it to make it special i'm like who is doing your graphics it just makes you sad i had i put together a whole presentation to give to to our pastor at the time saying you need to hire me back right now (laughs) and they did Because I wouldn't have been able to attend this church. Yeah. It was that bad. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do this every Sunday. I can't sit here and look at this every Sunday. Yeah. This is awful. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and that's how I feel, too, about some of the video video announcements that we do. Mm -hmm. You know, and the people go up there and they're like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And I'm your such-and-such here at church. I would like to tell you about, and I'm like, oh my gosh! It's like, it's like an automated voicemail yes, message. Yes, And they're just standing there, and it's the worst angle of the camera ever. The most unflattering angle. It's coming up. Yes. At you, you see yes. the double chin. can see the boogers in their nose, and every time they take a breath, it flaps out, and I'm like, seriously, this is a larger size church. We should be better than this. We should be doing better than what we are. Oh, and man. every time I lean over to Chris and I'm like, somebody has got to give them lessons on doing video announcements. This is not okay. <laughs> and I feel like I have the right to say that. Like, I've earned yeah. my badge yeah, of honor to say that. <laughs> You've done good. Uh, all right. Well, when we come back, are you oversaved? Stick around.
back to the Back Row Morning Show. Uh, this week, we are, in our third hour, going to be revisiting some older discussions we had on our now-defunct Back Row Baptist podcast, which is what Mo and I were doing before we started the morning show here on Back Row Radio. Uh, and that's for two reasons. Uh, one of them is that we're kind of getting rid of the old episodes of the podcast, little by little. Uh, so if you still want to go back and hear those full original shows, you need to go back now. I think we've already gotten rid of the first 20 or so. Um, so those are going by the wayside as we free up our podcast. Uh, what is the host, I guess, okay. uh, for our newer shows because we're, you know, we're coming out with four a week now. Um, but it's in the same feed. It's just way back older in the feed. So you got to keep scrolling. Um but yeah, we're getting rid of those shows, uh, but there are a lot of fantastic conversations that we had in those shows that I don't just want to lose, so we're making them a part of some of our new shows, some of our best uh, conversations. And the second reason is that uh, for us, we're recording the day before Easter, and gosh, there's just so much to do, and so we're trying to get through these recordings a little bit faster this week, Yeah. so we can just put them together. And move on with our day. Listen, y'all, we we are humans <laughs> and we have families. And we are doing all this in addition to our normal jobs and responsibilities. And y'all have not <laughs> begun paying us yet for this. So. Even if we reach our goal of the $600 a month, that still won't be giving us a dime. It it's will still not all be going for towards anything. the radio station. <laughs> You know, uh, when you f- begin to fill out cards for Volunteer of the Year, <laughs> keep us in mind. Keep Mo in that conversation. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a few weeks ago, you might have recalled uh, Mo and I talked about being oversaved, and we kind of did it in a lighthearted way. We shared some funny uh, tweets that we had from the past and back row Baptist and, and uh, just kind of went about a few easy softball questions, but we actually dug a little bit deeper in this topic a while back on the podcast, so we are going to dive into that again with a few of our friends. I'm your host, Matt Coker, and of course, with me today is my super awesome co-host, Megan Oaks, otherwise known as Mo. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the BRBP. Today, we're going to be talking about being oversaved, those times we might take rules or beliefs much too far. Some call it legalism, some call it being homeschooled. We're just call <laughs> We're just gonna call it out for being ridiculous. And to help us do all of that will be our guest for today, Samantha Martinez. Hey hey. Megan Kelly. Hello. And for the very first time on the podcast, our special guest for today, Jaron Smith. Hi. <laughs> There's a great Christian comedian and preacher named Michael Jr. who does a bit similar to Jeff Foxworthy's You Might Be a Redneck jokes on the line that you might be oversaved. And one of my favorites is, if your friend has a vacuum cleaner and you rebuke it because it's a dirt devil, you might be (laughs) oversaved. Essentially, someone who is oversaved is someone who can't go five seconds without reminding you that they are a strong believer. Jesus is a part of every conversation. Prayers last so long, your food needs to be reheated. Anything that might even give the appearance of a possible sin or misunderstanding of sin where there is none is not only completely avoided, but they won't stop until everyone they know also avoids it. (laughs) One we talked about last season was Halloween. 
Uh, first of all, Halloween was started by Christians. Secondly, there are plenty of family-friendly and even Christian-sponsored ways to celebrate the holiday, but some Christians absolutely refuse to let it anywhere near their home. But of course, that one is a little more understandable than some of the more ridiculous ones, like grown adults who refuse to say the word hell <gasps> when referring to the actual place. In a grown-up conversation, they're out there saying... <laughs> send, send that old devil back to heck where he belongs. <laughs> Come on, folks. <laughs> so I'm sure we've all experienced people like this, or maybe we've even been this way on some issues. Any stories to tell? Okay, I have to say, this popped in my head when you said the dirt devil thing. We went to a friend's house, and the little boy, Mom, I thought we were going to make angel eggs today. <laughs> What are angel eggs? Uh-huh. Well, we don't say devil's eggs. <laughs> that I heard about. Oh, so no. that, was, that was a rule that I grew up with. That's that was crazy. a rule I grew up with. Our deviled eggs yeah. were angel eggs. I've heard because, about that. And I honestly don't ever remember having a dirt devil vacuum, and I could hear my mom saying, but that would be bringing the devil in our home. <laughs> Love you, Mom. Uh, I I know I'd lose my salvation if I said double or H-E double hockey sticks any day. And I mean, I'll tell you what, and especially if the dirt devil was in my house, we're all going there. (laughs) Straight to heck. Straight to heck. To heck. To heck. In a handbasket. Isn't that what a handbag? Handbasket. Handbasket. Uh, when I was a teenager, one of the things I did, I thought that it would make me a better Christian if I burned all of my non-Christian CDs, and so I did that. Even oh. instrumental <laughs> CDs oh my that gosh. had no words, but okay. weren't Christian. Well, <laughs> but you have to clarify, you mean you burned them with fire, because I... You mean oh, literal, fire. sorry, yes. <laughs> Literal fire. Literal burning. Yeah, I'm thinking you burned them from the internet. How does that make you a better Christian? That's you a, stole that's a secular music. That's illegal. You are stealing food out of poor rap musicians' mouths. You sent those CDs straight to heck, didn't you? Straight to heck. And so, of course, by now I've bought back nearly all of those albums in one way or another since then but yeah i mean i didn't have any music that was full of cussing or anything like that uh you know a lot of christian or a lot of non-christian music that has like top uh themes of love and romance or whatever kind of get a little dirty every now and then but that was probably the worst of it but uh yeah i remember that well there's a whole list of words that i can think of that are like christian cuss words Mm -hmm. foot was my favorite one Foot. foot. Foot instead of the F word. Foot? Ah, no, ah, that's... foot. <laughs> that's fudge. No, fudge. I, didn't like, I didn't like fudge. Fudge wasn't fun to say for me. But I like even to say foot. foot. Well, give, me the, give me that satisfactory t at the end. <laughs> you know, something that you say a lot that even gets to me. What's that? Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. Matt, <laughs> you're Gosh just replacing. <laughs> <laughs> but things like <clears throat> fart... Fart, fart bagels. I went to a Christian school, and everything, like, I had a teacher that would not allow us to say anything like that. You couldn't say 
darn like nothing that re- even replaced a right. Word. Their replacement or, words. Yeah, we had to go to like this web. I don't know. He told us like that there's this website that proves that they're cuss words too, and then we had to like write sentences like from the Bible. Like it was crazy. That's that's a pretty good argument. Cheese I've and read rice. It I know. Cheese <laughs> and rice. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Simpsons later on, but there's a brand of, of, uh, kind of like rice-a-roni thing in the Simpsons called Jesus H. Rice. That's what it's called. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yep. And then there's a Five Iron Frenzy album called The Cheeses of Nazareth. <laughs> but they're a Christian band. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Let's see. Uh, our former pastor, I remember, uh, took his family when his boys were kids, little kids, to see Jimmy Neutron in the theater, like the original movie before yeah. it was a show, mm-hmm. and walked out because a bunch of people were brainwashed to worship some alien or whatever. Oh my gosh, it's a chicken. Are you well, oh, right, a chicken. The, okay. That's right. Yeah, that's okay, right. Okay, this is hilarious that's because crazy. Santiago loves this movie because I recorded it for him and we've been <laughs> watching it every day. It's a chicken because the aliens are eggs. Right, that's right, yeah. But anyway, that was enough. That's great. Like, nope, no, oh no pagan god worship. God. We're out of here. We are oh. out of here. Shut the front door. <laughs> I tell you what. You know, I like shut the front door just because it's got an S in shut. It's got the, the S in the front and the D door. I get all my satisfaction. I love it. Shut the front door. Do you know, so, okay, a huge shout out to Kara and Kevin right now, because I... Lame wads. Lame wads, no. Um, so, we were standing in the midst of their children, who they say H words. Mm-hmm. Hannah says that right. any bad word is an H word, and by bad word, we mean, like, stupid, stupid and hate, and butt, and fart. Those and he, are H words. And you've words. heard us say that phrase, that's an yeah. H word, many times in that first Well, season. another H word is shut up. You are not allowed <laughs> to say shut up around them. And Kevin had made a comment to me here at the church one day, and my response was going to be, shut up, but instead it was shut the front door, and that was perfectly acceptable, but shut up would have sent me straight to heck in a handbasket. You do say shut up a lot. Uh, shut up! <laughs> no, seriously, shut up. Um, in my the town I grew up in, I remember that my next door neighbor put out a big sign every year on Halloween that said, the only ghost at this house is the Holy Ghost. That's right. Oh, Preach yes. on, brother. There you go. Preach. Yes. Okay, so I'm, I'm just going to keep jumping in. You just got stories I do. Stories. Well, this is because I grew up in a house like this. <laughs> we didn't celebrate Halloween. And I can remember every year when Halloween would come around, my brother is seven years younger than me. So he went through, you know, a different time of childhood. As I was a teen, he was a little kid, and he's all scared of the ghost. Mom, the ghosts are going to get in the house. And FYI, that's why we didn't open up the door and we kept our light off, because every time we opened up the door to trick-or-treaters, that allowed demons to come in. So, <laughs> wow. Those little demons. <laughs> they, they can only come in through the front door. That's right. That's, that's right. Exactly. Um, but my mom said, Tony... The only ghost is the Holy Ghost, and he is nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> I like how you change your voice. Yeah. I like the mom. 
I, I was so much inter- more interested in your story because of it. Because I had a different yeah, point. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> Another one that I, uh, I don't, I guess oh, I don't yeah. get it all the time, but it happens every now and then. Is someone says, or if I, I say good luck to someone, uh-huh. you know, these days we know when we say good luck, we're just saying hope it goes well, mm-hmm. do good, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if they automatically respond, oh well, we don't believe in luck, right? Uh, we're Christians. <laughs> I want to punch you in the face, Be and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the last person. Stupid. I'm pretty sure the last person to do that to me was Cipriano. We don't believe in love. I was like, shut up. (laughs) Mom, I promise I didn't give Matt all of these things. We're not talking about you directly. (laughs) You know what? From from now on, instead of saying good luck or take care or have a great life or whatever, I'm just going to not tell you anything (laughs) and just say... That's what I'll do. He, he gave a polite, tiny wave. <laughs> Just people. a tiny one, because a big one. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. It was almost Shut that. It was door. almost a shooing motion. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you did a big wave, then you could be taking some of the glory from God. So. Yes. yes. Just wouldn't want that. <laughs> Let me just go and get resaved. You know, how do we do this real quick? I feel I feel like I need this right now. Oh, uh, any other stories here? <clears throat> oh my goodness. I'm sure I have, have a ton, lot. Yeah. but yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Well, and I can think of quite a few people who I have conversations with and it's it uh, I just love Jesus so much. I just want to make Jesus happy and everything that I do, it's all about Jesus in three seconds. Jesus, 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 I just love Jesus. And I wanna go, I love Jesus too, but I ain't talking about him all the time. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Calm down. I, I was asking you how your day was. Right. <laughs> I just love Jesus. <laughs> One of the other Michael Jr. ones was, you know, I can't find I can't find my keys. Have you seen my keys? You need the keys to the kingdom. <laughs> That's what you need. I didn't I didn't drive a kingdom. <laughs> I, drove a to- I drove a Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have one. So we I don't know his name. I would have to look it up. But he used to do like puppets. And one of his puppets, he had like a little TV show and everything. And one of them had Taylor was a Mason. monkey and he had his ear pierced and he had a mohawk. And one of them was another like chimpanzee or something. I don't hmm. know. But he was, a, he was a Christian comedian guy. So I remember one time he said something well, I don't know, why aren't you happier? And my little sister said, well, if you'd get rid of that mohawk and, and that earring, you'd feel better. <laughs> and I'm like, we are raising some <laughs> But that's how we were raised. That was not okay, even for a puppet. <laughs> even for a monkey puppet. That puppet was going to heck. <laughs> so, so did all the men need to have a comb over like like myself? Was it appropriate to have any other hairstyle other than that? Had to be clean shaven. Clean yeah. shaved. You you had to shave Sunday morning. No, it wasn't to that that extreme. But no. I do remember when we got to this church, Independent Fundamental. Just throwing that out there. And my not, not our church. Not, not our, our church. 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 Yeah. Was Fifteen years ago, <clears throat> my little brother had one of those like long shaggy. Not a bowl cut, but it was pretty long, and it was adorable. And within, like, two weeks, our pastor straight up said, little boys don't have long hair. 
and my mom had to cut his hair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's crazy. And within about a month, that was when we started to have to wear dresses. <sighs> they were that family. And they Dresses and tennis shoes, and we were homeschooled. <laughs> because whatever we can do in jeans, she can do in a skirt. So <laughs> could. it was okay to wear tennis shoes, though? That was appropriate? Mm-hmm. Oh, so it wasn't. But I wore a dress. Because only men wear dresses because it goes in. Only, no, only, only men wear pants. Only men wear pants. Only men wear pants. That's a whole different podcast. That's a whole different church right there. Only when men wear pants because it, you can show your legs and it like you know goes up and that doesn't, you're not supposed to dress like that. It's not appropriate. Inappropriate. Oh, all right. Uh, when we talk about being oversaved, for me, it's hard not to think of Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> he's a. Yeah, I'll explain to you. Who he is. Hold on. We're so oversaved that, that we weren't allowed to watch it. Hey, look here, look here, hold on, if you're going to compare, you compare Simpsons to Family Guy or South Park or any other cartoon up up on there right now, Simpsons is the tamest thing on the planet, but anyway, King of the Hill Hill was alright, that was alright, that was good, Bobby, Bobby, (laughs) oh, (laughs) no, that sounded like the guy, the Johnny, what was his name that he would like always like? Oh, Johnny Bravo. Yes, that's Johnny Bravo. That's what. Oh, Johnny Bravo. <laughs> hey, Mama, I'm over <laughs> You have to go home and say that. The danger now. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Ned Flanders. For those who don't know, he's a faithful believer always, but almost too much so. He gets worried that God will be mad because when he was dancing, his butt accidentally touched the butt of another man. (laughs) When he and his wife were having marriage counseling, their big fight is over how his wife, God bless her, underlines passages in his Bible when she can't find hers. When things are going badly and he asks God why, he says he does everything the Bible says and that he even keeps kosher just to be on the safe side. And in the Simpsons movie, when they thought their town was going to be blown up, taking everyone with it, Ned instructed his children, now boys, remember, when you meet Jesus, be sure to call him Mr. Christ. (laughs) So so while he's a parody cartoon character, there are many in this world that operate in the same way, and it often manifests itself uh, in the form of legalism, which Mm -hmm. is basically where we start adding requirements to our salvation. Uh, basically, it's the idea that you can still go to hell if you aren't being a good enough Christian. So, have any of you had any <clears throat> bouts with legalism? We've talked a little bit about it, but we've been kind of on the funnier side uh, for the most part. But has anyone actually come up to you and really try to s- scare the devil into you, even though you're already a believer? Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I would say uh, more often I've been uh, looked at by others, non-believers, that are choosing to say that some of the things that I'm doing is too legalistic and it's too far. Oh, you're a Christian, but seriously, you're, you're doing this, you're doing that. And I mean, one example would be, um, you know, that I would try to refrain from watching uh, too many rated R movies. Mm. And, and so when I've stepped out of a movie theater, when there happened to be, um, uh, you know, illicit image, images and there was uh, some, just way too much killing going on, and uh, it, it happened to be 
a really, really bad movie that had a lot in that. And uh, the two friends I was with, one was a Christian, the other two were not. And uh, they just looked at me. They're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, because... I mean, I'd just gotten up to use the bathroom. And so they knew I wasn't going to the bathroom. And they're like, what are you doing? You're going to the bathroom again? And I'm like, no, there's just too much going on in this movie. <laughs> and uh, and uh, they were just like, that's the most ridiculous thing ever. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to continue to watch this. It's not beneficial for me to continue mm-hmm. to watch it. Mm-hmm. And so that, that really uh, led into a, an interesting argument after um, where I was really defending my faith and, and seeing that. Uh, they they thought it was over the top, and mm. so I feel like that's that's kind of what I've but ran into but that's more from often. Outside, like non-believers or mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so the, the two part. were not believers, right. and there was me and my friend that were a believer, and we both decided to step out at that point. Okay. And so I feel like that's so I can more see the that. scenario. Yeah. yeah, I can see that uh, being a, a common thing, just because you know, obviously, most believers don't really understand why we have. The morality that we have and, and mm-hmm. struggle with these kind of things. But mm-hmm. uh, from the other side, though, has anyone been living what you think is, uh, what you feel is is in line with, with uh, the Bible and what Jesus taught, and yet it's not good enough for other people, mm-hmm. other Christians? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I feel like it happens... Regularly, and I say that's why I'm going to put in another plug for CR here on the podcast. <laughs> but that's why I love Celebrate Recovery because we can come on Thursday nights, and I say all the time, CR is what church should be, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where we come in and we introduce ourselves as believers in Jesus who struggle. Yeah. Because right. that's what Christians right. are. Mm-hmm. We are believers who struggle. We need a Savior. And it just, but for whatever reason, Christianity as a whole, for the most part, has become almost like a, uh, somebody help me. Um, <laughs> if you're not as good as me. If you're like, not, yeah, like a. There's something wrong with you. It's a rivalry between Christians. Oh, okay. If if you're not doing you're this, not, then you're not a, really saved. Have a Christian leaderboard. Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's a Christian oh, bracket. Just like. <laughs> You've made it to the race today. No, no, that's not really how it goes. <laughs> yep. Examples like if you um, oh, don't only listen to Christian music, mm-hmm. you know, if you listen to country music, oh my gosh, you're going to the H-E double hockey sticks. Like, to heck. To heck. Well, that's just yeah. because Shut country music is door. terrible. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you have poor taste in music, it's not because it's secular. That's, that's because... Because heck is where it came from. <laughs> and we all know rap is crap, too. <laughs> I said, rap, Just get, get that out of here. Rap is Megan has an extensive gangster rap collection. I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Megan. You're holier than thou. Is your woman in the plane yet? No, stop that. <laughs> it's such a terrible song. I don't even know what she's saying. So don't ask her. Don't ask her. I can only say that part of it. The cleanest part of the whole song. Oh, mercy. I know that um, I've run into a lot, because with Backrow Baptist, and of course with this podcast too, but you know, originally with just starting that Twitter account, I poke fun at a lot of, you know, Christians. Mostly it's self-deprecating humor, but I also poke fun at others. And uh, 
And we let you. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Because <laughs> obviously I'm... you become a success because of it. <laughs> but I, I did get a lot of backlash, and it's usually from uh, independent fundamental Baptists. <laughs> Why'd you look at me, Matt? <laughs> no, I, 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 it's, it's, like, it's like a lot of them believe Jesus never laughed. Mm-hmm. Right. right. There's no, there's no yeah. way we can be funny there's no yeah. way that we can joke about it especially not anything in christian culture mm-hmm. don't joke about that uh jokes are the devil's foothold right there mm-hmm. and so i i've had to block a lot of <laughs> a lot of people i'm just like yeah. stop talking to me <laughs> <laughs> i like to enjoy my life so but, i have one okay so i was in the choir at this church and which I love this church, yes. And not I, not this. No, at the one I grew up in, um, which I love, and I would love to go back to see, you know, just to see it. Mm-hmm. But um, so I was in the choir, and there was a new lady that joined that joined the choir, and we're up there singing. And what does she do? She raises oh. her hand, mm. and you better believe every single person in that church was like. <gasps> <laughs> and so we were like maybe it was just a one time thing you know the next week she did it again and it wasn't like a ah! kind of thing she just just a, just a one gentle lift yeah. because you can't really praise too much to a hymnal anyways you know hymnal on one hand so the pastor actually addressed her about it if you're going to sing on the choir you cannot we don't believe that you don't raise your hand do you think she ever came back to our church? No. no. Like, uh, no. but yeah. what does that have to do with anything? Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Those fingers are Satan's tools. Right. <laughs> Satan's toothpicks. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. Obviously, we're all going to heck if we raise our hands ever. So, but it just took me a long it. time to break that. Just stop well, that. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. See, and okay, so growing up in a Pentecostal church. Yeah. If we didn't raise our hands, then we were going to heck. Get your hands out of your pocket. (laughs) Yeah, right? You better put them hands up and praise the Lord. Idle hands are the devil's place. I I can actually remember my Sunday school teacher who I love. I love my Sunday school teacher. It's funny that Samantha says she'd like to go back to the church she grew up in. Even though we don't believe a lot of the same things that we grew up with, it's still... Like, it's a part of it. It's yeah. our home church, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I can remember my Sunday school teacher explaining to me. I used to, or I asked her one time, Stacy, why do people put their hands up to praise God? Well, think about it like this. Cowboys and Indians, they say, put your hands up. You put your hands up and you say, I surrender. That's why you're putting your hands up to the Lord, to show him that you surrender <laughs> to him and his will. Yes. <laughs> so every time you're praising God, I pretend surrender. he's... She's gonna shoot you, <laughs> pointing a gun at you. <laughs> <laughs> I surrender. My, I surrender, guy. For my ten-year-old self, that was perfect, and uh, she was only twenty at the time, so it uh, you know it yeah. was the perfect. That's pretty good. It's an okay, analogy. perfect description yeah. at that point. But I still think about that to this day. I still think, oh, I'm surrendering to God. So I'm surrendering. <laughs> She's gonna be like. Walking out of church with their hands up the whole time. The cops all pull up. What? What's going on? I'm oversaved because when I walk in the church, my hands are up. (laughs) Um, But when I first started coming to a Baptist church, I had a really hard time. I was afraid to lift my hands. I was afraid to worship the way that the Lord was pulling me to worship Mm -hmm. um, because I was afraid that I was going to get the shit straight to heck. (laughs) 
But even now, I feel like <laughs> CR is the only place that I can really worship. And there are times where I just want to jump and run around the church, but I know I'll get sent to heck. So I don't. Keep your nose. That's a little too much. You no can raise your hands, but that's all. <laughs> that's all I can do. Because when but David, David danced, David, I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah, he did it naked. David danced naked before the Lord. And you know, yeah. I was talking about my pastor. Let, I was let's just all be naked and Are dance. you dancing? No, okay. sir. <laughs> I, had a, like, I had a, I had an itch. I was just trying. He's <laughs> <laughs> scratching my itch. Oh, There's cool. even churches that don't allow instruments. Oh, yeah, it's Church, Church of Christ yeah. and yeah, a couple and others. Like yeah. Well, we weren't going to call because them out, but since it's our podcast, we did it. We've mentioned yeah. independent <laughs> fundamental. We've mentioned Pentecostal. Yeah, well, I grew up Catholic. They were weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, Catholic. Okay, so my dad grew up Catholic, and mm. I still use this rule to this day. I think you do, too, actually, but oh, gosh, we no. were told... <laughs> We were told there are no bathrooms in church. Oh, if yeah. you got to use the bathroom, you better use it before you come into the sanctuary. <laughs> not get up and because, because that's it is right. disruptive. And I tell my children that all the time. That's right. My kids will look at me. Can I go to the bathroom? Nope. Will it really? No. Will it really? What are you thinking? <laughs> is he preaching? Nope. You can hold it. <laughs> but see, in a Catholic church, it really is disruptive. Like more so than anywhere else, because you'll you'll be like kneeling. <laughs> Everybody's kneeling, still in a pew space, and you're like, okay, I gotta crawl over everyone's legs. Then you get out, and you have to kneel down and do the sign of the cross, and then you can walk out, and then you gotta do all that back when you're coming back. So it is disruptive. It's a whole process. It It ain't just getting up and going. Tripping over your neighbor's legs. You're a good Catholic if you don't use the bathroom, okay? Ever, yeah. actually. Oh, yeah. oh, See, now, and if I had to hold my bathroom needs for the two hours that my church service was, then my three kids can hold their bathroom needs for the almost hour that our church service is. I wait Just until handshaking time, and then I go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> service has started. <laughs> what? Yep. So the problem with a lot of these legalistic uh, rules that people need to follow is that they come through interpretation, mm-hmm. such as uh, the no tattoos law in the Old Testament. There's still a huge argument in many Christian circles as to if that applies to us still or if it's part of the old law. <laughs> of course, there were many laws set out in the time of Moses that were symbolic, such as not wearing clothes made with two fabrics to remind them that they weren't supposed to mix with other cultures or religions. And some were for safety reasons, such as not eating pork uh, as... Back then, swine carried a lot of diseases. Swine were also regularly used in pagan sacrifices, so this was another reason for the Israelites to steer clear. The no tattoos law was similar in that many pagan tribes used ritualistic tattoos, and the Israelites were to remain set apart from them. But today, the fact that tattoos are more common than ever before for people of every creed, some Christians are still wary of tattoos, and that's okay. But a large portion of the church have tattoos, including myself and quite a few people in this room. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yet, even still, a few Christians believe that if I have a tattoo, my salvation is null and void. So, how do we combat this mindset that that uh, we can cancel out our salvation like this? Uh, because I'm sure we all fall into that frame of mind sometimes. Mm-hmm. right? Well, like, yeah. well, they can't be a Christian because they do this. They can't really be a believer because they have this problem. 
you know, it's, it's a mindset to hard to get out of. Now, with Celebrate Recovery being involved with that, it's helped me get out of that mindset because, you know, it helps that, that program helps you realize, hey, we're all struggling. We're all just trying to be more like Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's easy to fall into that mindset to, to immediately judge other people. Mm-hmm. So how do we combat that? How do we stop ourselves from jumping to those kind of conclusions too quickly? For me, if our, if our point to be here is to reach the gospel and reach others for Christ. Am I going to be more approachable by being a snob with my nose up in the air? I am holier than you. You know what I mean? Like that kind of Christian? No. Nobody wants anything to do with that kind of person. Mm -hmm. Am I going to be more approachable when I'm down on their level like with CR? Yes. Am I going to lead more people to Christ that way? Yes. That's what I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I I think for, for me personally, when I think about somebody that is not a believer... Uh, and we're we're looking at their lifestyle. Uh, obviously, we probably shouldn't be coming up to them and saying, uh, "You're an idiot. Uh, you're doing this and this and this, and uh, you're going to hell." Mm-hmm. And so, if we just leave it at that, obviously, we're wrong already. Mm-hmm. Immediately, we're in the wrong. Um, do we see Christ ever doing that as an example yeah. in in the Word? Uh, obviously not. Um, but uh, when we are worried about other Christians as, as believers and we're worried about other people's problems or their splinters within their eyes and we got our own wooden plank within our own, um, I think we're wrong again. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it, it really is something we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit about and allow um, him to get that wooden plank out of our own eye first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think addressing that first and foremost is way more important and way more beneficial than getting that little sliver mm-hmm. out of someone else's. Yep. Mm-hmm. And of course, we are supposed to keep each other accountable as believers. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, you know, sometimes that means, you know, stabbing someone in the front instead of in the back mm-hmm. and t- talking to them right to their face uh, and saying, hey, you're doing this wrong. You got to get this right. With but, love and with yeah. But, we, <laughs> but yeah, but we have to, we do have to remember that, that God cares about the state of our heart above all else. Right. And so, you know, we're all, we're never going to be perfect. We're all going to make sins, you know, make mistakes and, and sin mm-hmm. until the day that we die. Um, but it's all about doing our best to hand over our struggles to God Mm -hmm. instead of just letting them remain in our lives, I Mm -hmm. guess. And so sometimes when we see someone who has been struggling with something for a long time and we don't say anything, at that point we're doing a disservice. If we know that they're not doing anything Mm -hmm. to change, they're not doing anything to, to become better, if we don't encourage them, you know, not I'm not saying, you know, yell at them or anything, but if we don't encourage them and offer to help to get them to where they want to be, um, you know, we're we're failing mm-hmm. in that accountability process. <clears throat> but um who I lost where I was going after Well, that. I'll I'll pick up, pick up from there. Um and uh, I, I definitely agree with all of that and I, I also would uh would add that as we are, you know, obviously taking care of ourselves, you know, taking care of that wooden plank first and foremost, but also not neglecting, um, encouraging or rebuking another brother um, and, uh, and correcting them in love. 
we, we obviously need to be prayerfully concerned about mm-hmm. our brothers and our sisters um, that are struggling and, and we can, we can do it in a, in an unwise fashion, in a, in a way that can be more harmful, mm-hmm. that may be uh, something that is, is not what they needed at the specific time that they heard it or, you know, heard it come from us. And so being, being prayerfully concerned, I think is absolutely the most important thing to do in any interaction with anybody, whether a believer or not. And so, I mean, that, that's what I am most concerned with when I'm dealing with anybody and I'm, I'm directly interacting with someone who may need to hear what I have to say, but also I might need to listen to, mm-hmm. I might need to just chill out and listen and, mm-hmm. and step back. And, uh, and, uh, we just have to be sensitive about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there've been a few times that I've, you know, I've talked to some people, uh, offering, you know, advice or whatever. And then I hear myself saying that I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not following that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe I should be better yeah. <laughs> before mm-hmm. I start trying to fix other people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anyone else have anything else to add to this conversation before we wrap up? Well, just one more thing as I <laughs> as I step back up on my soapbox. Um, but uh, as it says in uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 23, all things are lawful. And this is the amplified version. Uh, all things are lawful, but not all things are beneficial or advantageous. All things are lawful, but not all things are constructive and edifying. And I, I think that just, you know, proves that we we can be helpful or less helpful i think if we put it that way um that uh whatever we say and do um we we need to we need to hear uh the lord speak to us um and and be careful about what we say you know our tongues are dangerous things and can be helpful but also destruct destructive as well so Mm -hmm. absolutely well something new has y'all have seen it on facebook that we're supposed to be boycotting a certain movie because there's a guy, you know, that it's addressing homosexuality. Well, my thought was, okay, so if we're going to boycott that sin, who is the actor living right? Is he an adulterer? You know, that, mm-hmm. should we boycott everything? That's where <laughs> my head went. Okay, so that's a sin. Mm-hmm. Is them the the him being a beast? That's how I grew up. That wasn't okay either because that was magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. So <laughs> we're talking about Beauty and the Beast. The yeah. Last yeah. Movie, if anyone's not picking so, it up. So that's where my mind went. Okay, is that taking? Is that are we oversaved again? Are we taking that to extreme? Yes, mm-hmm. we don't believe that that's right, but it's also a sin. Mm-hmm. Didn't we just stop boycotting Disney, Baptists? For so, goodness sakes. And I remember whenever I was probably. Six, seven, that there were families throwing away their Disney movies because it was magic. Aladdin, (laughs) Lion King, there were all these things. I was not allowed to watch, this is a good one, Bedknobs and Broomsticks because there was a witch. But I was allowed to watch Mary Poppins. (laughs) And I just addressed this this year with my father. I said, what was the point of that? Well, she was a good witch. Mm. No. She was a witch. (laughs) You were allowed to watch that. Did you watch Wizard of Oz? 
we, I can't remember. I don't think Mrs. I liked Ross, that we movie. Yeah. Watch Harry Potter exactly. And none of that stuff. Exactly. I remember when Harry Potter. We were. I was homeschooled, and I remember somebody saying, "Well, that's another reason we don't send our kids to school. It is mandated they read Harry Potter, and that's not okay." <laughs> Harry Potter's bad. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Lord of the Rings. Right. Those are all fine. Right. They're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you can, you can, because you can only pull a biblical lesson out of something written by a Christian. Right. I literally don't even know the reasoning behind not being allowed to watch Rugrats, other than Rugrats. Maybe, oh, I didn't hear you say that. Did you? Yeah, say that? yeah. Said like that. maybe the older girl was mean. Like, I don't know. I can't. I can't but remember I anything really wrong with Rugrats. Okay. Is this, I know. this is going to surprise everyone in this room when I say this, but. I was Angelica when I was a kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and my parents used to say I that. I can see that. Megan, that's you. And I'd say, oh. What? Just, okay. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a compliment. <laughs> Stupid babies. Stupid babies. <laughs> no, they were smart babies. They were. They were, they were smart babies. They were, they were very, very smart. smart. <laughs> but I used to baffle me. How'd they get out of that? How did they figure all this out? <laughs> Fun fact. Tommy Pickles was based on Doctor Who. That's why he always had a screwdriver. Really? As his, yeah, as his tool. And uh, every now and then they snuck little Doctor Who uh, Easter eggs in there. Like in the, you remember the episode where him and Chucky got locked in the toy store? Yes. Overnight? In one scene you can see little Dalek uh, robots from Doctor Who. Toys and a oh yeah behind them. That's pretty. Now cool. I'm gonna have to go watch all of Rugrats <laughs> and all of Doctor, <laughs> and all of Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Okay, so you just said an episode. Sorry, Mama. you just said something that reminded me. Hmm. Even though it was not, you said Easter eggs, and it was <gasps> not about Easter eggs. I get that. However, it jogged my memory. <laughs> Um, it is Resurrection Sunday, <laughs> not Easter. Not Easter. Not Easter. Not Easter. That's not another Christmas way that either. people can take their salvation <laughs> over the top. It's, oh, we'll have a Christmas tree, oh. and we'll do stockings, and we'll do gifts from Santa. But only three. But. Because only Je- Jesus only got three presents. Hey, well, that's a rule in my house. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's not for any religious <laughs> reason. We just, just don't oh. want to spend too much money. We don't. <laughs> So we're you go ahead and buy three presents that are worth the same as gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And we'll see right. how that goes. Yeah. Yep. For each one of my kids. Yes. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. So. But, okay, so you can have your Christmas tree and all of these for Christmas, but don't you dare do an egg hunt at Easter. <laughs> And don't you dare say anything about the Easter Bunny because it's about Jesus. It is not about the Easter Bunny. Our Easter Bunny had, I can remember the year, actually, I can remember the year that we stopped celebrating Halloween, the year that we stopped doing the Easter Bunny. Easter Sunday, we would wake up and our baskets would be hidden. That's what the Easter Bunny did. He hid our baskets and we would go on it hunt to find our baskets. Mm-hmm. Not that year. Not that year. Nope. Y'all looking all over for them? Woke Where up. are they? <laughs> Woke up and there's really no basket. <laughs> it's just, oh, and we couldn't have the chocolate rabbit, the chocolate bunny. We had to have a chocolate cross. <laughs> oh my god! At least it wasn't a chocolate Jesus, which I've seen. I'm like, oh, I don't want to eat no, Jesus. <laughs> I'd never that, be able to eat his feels, head. Like, that yeah, feels far yeah. more sacrilegious. <laughs> Than eating a bunny. Yeah, no. It would be like Can't eating his body, you know, the bread. Right, but his face isn't stamped on it. Exactly. <laughs> we don't even know what he looks like, y'all. <laughs> we used to go, um, like, every other year 
here to my grandma's house in um, Las Cruces, New Mexico, and uh, visit, like, for the whole holiday or whatever. Yeah. Um, did I say Christmas? No. Okay, so Christmas. for Christmas, Christmas. Yeah, sorry. Christmas holiday. I can't remember if I said Christmas or not. So, and then one year she just all of a sudden stopped believing in Christmas and not in Christmas and like Christ part of it, but having a tree and giving presents and all of and celebrating it in like the secular way. And so we have stopped going to my grandma's house for Christmas <laughs> and it was so sad. Because but grandma's not going to stop. She ruined Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man. So, yeah. So then my dad stopped putting up a tree because he got him to thinking, and I was like, this is crazy. We have done this my whole life, and all of a sudden, I am a junior in high school, and we are not doing Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, and not doing Easter. Like, we stopped doing Easter, and then he got a little more level-headed the last couple of years. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's going to do it for today's discussion. And that is our oversaved discussion from the past. From the past. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, We are going to take another break. We'll be back at the end of the hour to close out the show. Morning show as we close out the show for the day. We got your Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Romans one twenty. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. And our thought for the day comes from Riley Clemens. Sometimes kindness is being kind when it's inconvenient. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're here every Monday through Thursday starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific with an encore presentation at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific. And if you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits matched together into a podcast for you over on BackRowRadio.com or most places you'll find podcasts. Be sure you're connecting with all aspects of the Back Row by visiting thebackrow.org and join our meme-packed Facebook group at brbchurch.com. If you love what we do here at the Back Row Morning Show, and more importantly, Back Row Radio as a whole, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash radio. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash radio, or go to backrowradio.com and scroll all the way to the bottom of the page. Mo, what's the final word? Don't y'all be letting the devil in your home with your vacuum and your eggs. Okay? <laughs> That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye. <laughs>